back here with Haley Shaw. She's a wonderful human being. Um, just for because you know there's a lot, bunch of new people. Who are you, Haley? Just just introduce yourself again. Yeah, definitely. So I am an online in-person trainer and nutritionist based out of Chicago, Illinois. And I run a business called Amp Up Fitness, where I specialize in online training programs and then meal plans, corporate wellness challenges, and so much more. (laughs) Yes, she's a busy, busy, busy bee. Yes, I am. And I target to busy bees, too, so it works out great. Yeah, yeah. So you stay so busy. Like, is that like year round? Just curious. Not really. No, I it picks up. I kind of consider it like the the busyness changes when the weather changes, I guess you can say. So I'm from Chicago and there's four different seasons. And so everyone wants to get fit around January time. You know, everyone wants to be the new year, new meme. And then um, spring break rolls around. Everyone wants to get uh, spring ba- break beach bod ready. And then we got uh, like kind of winter, you know, so about this time, like surviving holidays, I consider like challenges, you know, people want to find like quick, easy workouts and get throughout the holidays. And then also beginning of summer, like before 4th of July is a busy time. Before 4th of July and then it dies down what, like August? You know, like August, September, they are slower months because a lot of people are going back to school. And so the parents and even people within like the corporate world and then students all the way to kids, uh, they're always so busy. And so their health kind of goes back on like the back burner type of thing and they go into survival mode pretty much. And so it gets slower during that time. So I do get slower during then and then um, but it pretty much stays overall a steady consistent busy but those are like the four main times when it gets like people are like all right I want to get fit or I want to like their goals are just it's definitely their time to take a priority for themselves then so what when is it like like what do you do during that downtime like what is it for you I, so in August, I always go on a family vacation, and so it's great. So my in-person training kind of goes um, a little bit slower, and so I focus more on online training, which is awesome because I can do it anywhere. And so I'll go and do just, like, quick, like, little weekend trips, um, not not have to work, like, six or seven days a week, you know, so you get extra days off, which is phenomenal. And then just kind of enjoy the weather. I love going on walks and then I have a little bit more breaks. And so just kind of taking um, me time, you know, and just cherishing it. But it's not as quiet as you'd let you think, you know. So <laughs> it's only like certain times or like pockets of the day. Like it gets like um, in-person training. It's always hard to do a straight 12-hour shift because uh, um, it's kind of like a split shift job. And so you you work mornings and then you're kind of down from like one to three, I would say. And then you have that after afternoon crowd, you know, after work crowd or kids getting off school and parents want to work out and stuff. And so that time is when it's like a quieter time and you can go on like walks or workouts type thing. And where do you go for like vacation? Is it like somewhere do you go to different countries? Like, or are you just like staying in your area? 
I do. So in the summertime, I go on a lot of family vacations. I'm very big, um, huge in my family and very family oriented. And so I, uh, we always go on a vacation in Minnesota. And so I'm from Chicago. And so we, it's like an eight hour drive for us. And so it's, it's great. It's such a beautiful drive, but we'll go up there. It's a tradition of ours that we have um, a bunch of family that goes up there too as well. So it's a good um, annual family tradition type of thing. And then um, just kind of random trips around the Midwest. I love going out West too as well, like Texas, California, um, Colorado, and I'll do those as well. But overall, I haven't, I've been away. Like I'll go in the winter time. I'll always do a tropical vacation. And so that usually will happen around like January, February, because it gets so cold here in Chicago where it's just a good boost to get out. And do you go like skiing or something in Minnesota? What, what is it like? Or you just hang out in your balance? In um, Minnesota, we just hang out at, um, my uncle has a uh, cabins. And so he owns like some land up there and a, a lake. And so we'll go up there and go skiing and swimming and hang out, have too much fun, you know, and regret it the next day type of thing. And, <laughs> and just enjoy each other. Cause you only see each other like once or twice a year. And so it's a lot of just like chilling and hanging out and relaxing and, and people know I'm into fitness. And so they want to do like a lakeside group fitness workout. And so it's awesome. <laughs> it's so fun. <laughs> I never get out of it. <laughs> so you do, you do that all like, like, you know, you, you have breaks, at least you have breaks. That's what I say. Yes. Yes. Okay. And do you, do you, like, even though you're at a break, do you still work, like have online training and all that? I do. Yeah. So I'll, um, I, I love working. I really cherish it. It's, it's weird. And so when I go on vacation, I'll have, um, the downtimes, you know, throughout the day, I'll usually try to get work done before like 2 PM and then enjoy myself after that. Some days I don't work. Some days I do. Um, that's just the nice thing about online training is you can kind of work whenever, you know, and so say it's a slower night or slower day or crappy outside, you can do some work then or answer emails and, uh, and still be working, you know, but still also enjoying your vacation, which is very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, that's interesting. That, I think, uh, you know, a lot of people just don't take breaks sometimes, you know, especially when you're a type personality. Oh, definitely. I know I had a, a huge struggle with that about like last year. It was, you, I, you always feel like you have to go, 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 you know, in a, a, this society in this day and age. And it definitely takes a toll on you. And so I could, I, I knew I would never take breaks and I would just keep going and working and working and never really enjoying myself. And then about like last year, this time I'm like, man, I really got to like something's off, you know, like I'm not enjoying work anymore. And I just feel like it's just a repetitive motion. And so you just really have to take back steps. And I truly believe in um, just taking time off and just taking like two days or three days here and you come back that Monday morning or Tuesday and you're just so much more rejuvenated. Yeah. You sometimes you got to reset. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I'm like people, people, you have to, you know, otherwise you're just, you're just going in motion and you're just like, Oh, you don't want to feel like that. You know, you want to feel energized and have um, energy to do the things you want to do. Did you get like a burnout feeling, you know, where you were just kind of burnt? Yes, I did. Yeah, I felt I could notice it in like I would have a ton of coffee and I'm like, why am I so tired all the time? You know, my 
my stomach would be upset. You know, I consider it like the cortisol tummy is when you're, you're so stressed out, your stomach just does not want to work with you. And so a lot of women hold a lot of stress within them. And when they do, they hold it in their stomach region. And so that definitely can take a toll. And I noticed it, especially um, you just feel just groggily all day, you know, and then you're doing your task and you're like, I can't even focus on this. And it's a horrible feeling. So take breaks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to take breaks. I mean, you can't be burning the candlestick from both ends the whole time. Mm-mm. Correct. Yes. And wh- wh- how do you get over anxiety? Just, just for yourself. For myself, I work out. I truly take my workouts depending on if I'm, you know, like more sluggish that day or I'm, I have so much energy, my workout goes for that. For, so for instance, I like truly listen to my body and I'm so in tuned with it now because I've been just having to have to be in tuned with it because I was diagnosed with celiac disease about three years ago. And so it's an autoimmune disease to gluten. And so when I consume uh, wheat or gluten, uh, my body totally rejects it. And so it really made me fine tune um how my body reacts to certain things. And so if I'm more tired one day, I'll do either just like a good cardio session and then some stretching. But if I'm on and my energy is high, I will do a good strength training workout and my anxiety and just the overall self-esteem gets boosted, but anxiety level goes away, you know, when you're not so stressed out or you're not, you have more energy to be and more focused to do things, which is awesome. Yeah. Is your day like pre-planned? Like how do you, how do you work with all that? Yes. Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm big on um, setting goals and doing schedules. And so I believe in organization is key. And so I always keep a journal with me of kind of like a daily planner of like what I'm going to be doing for that week. And then throughout that, um, the days, Monday through Sunday, I will plan like when I'm like in order of like when I should do things just so to say organized. I don't really, I don't use an app. I'm very old fashioned in that area. <laughs> I'll, I'm like a pen and paper type of gale with that, but like everything else I use an app with, but I love it. So I'll carry it a, a notebook in my purse and I'll just write like Monday through Sunday. What, like what are the biggest priorities I need to get done that week or who I'm seeing in person or who I need to contact via email. Very important. And um, just keep up with that. Cause otherwise you're like, okay, you're all over the place, you know, and then that's how your brain is, and it's just not good. Yeah, why don't you use an app? I'm just curious. Is it just just like you feel like when you put it on paper, like it's something else, something? something Yeah, I have, definitely, I have that feeling of like crossing off things is, it's so true, and so there's, uh, it's so psychological because when, when you write things down, and anyone can do this too, you start writing things down that you need to get done, or um, like just certain tasks or things that you just love to do, you know, like journaling and, but then if, or goal setting, and then you get to check it off. There's such a feeling of like gratification and satisfaction that you're like, Oh my God, I did that. And so when I, um, write stuff down like that, I'm like, I get to cross it off and I'm like, hell yes. <laughs> and what, what do you write down exactly? So like long-term, short-term goals, like how do you kind of, section it off because everyone does it differently yeah I do my goal my goal I set goals in like a 12-week format and so I kind of do it in like a quarterly cycle um throughout the year and so I'll set I'll set my goals like January to March and then March 
April, June, and then I got to think now, like June to October, then October to the rest of the year type of thing, like um, every four months. And so I, or every three months, I'm so sorry. And so in a three, uh, 12 week format, and then I set a big goal of like a push goal on how, what I should strive for that next 12 weeks. And then throughout the 12 weeks, I'll break it down to smaller goals. And then to, that will go into like a month and then even smaller goals that are like a week goal and then a, a daily goal. And that sounds tedious because I just explained it all really quick at once, but it's really awesome. And I have a guide on my site too. That's like a 12 week goal setting. And it's great because you can just easily just print it out and just type on it and then it's free and it just teaches you how to set goals and big push goals and break them down into smaller and smaller goals that you can strive for on a daily basis. Yeah, that, that's that's interesting. I never thought about quarterly or usually. I, I'm just me personally, I do it like year to year or like every six months. Mm-hmm. I've never thought of done it quarterly because I think, I don't know, I feel like for me it's just like too short of a time, but that's interesting. Yeah, it is. It is short of a time, but it helps you strive for that like one to five or ten year goal, you know, so you'll, you'll always put down a, like where, where you see yourself in a year from now, you know, or where do you see yourself five to ten years from now, and then it breaks it down to how you're going to get there, you know, because that's, I feel like when people, like for instance, when it's like the new year, everyone wants to be like a new year new, new me you know what I referred to earlier how like it's a busy time and people be like I want to lose 30 pounds by the end of next year but it's like all right that's it like that's all they'll say and I'm like all right how are you going to get there and they're like oh, I don't know I'll like start a workout program I'll get on like a meal plan and then two weeks go by a month or two go by and they're like back their old habits you know and it's just because they didn't prioritize or they didn't set attainable goals to get to it. They just had a big number and they're like, awesome, I'm going to go do it. And then they had no idea how they're going to do it, but they just did it and <laughs> a lot fail, you know? And so it's, it, it definitely is something like people like need to figure out like what they're going, how they're going to set their goals and stuff. Cause it is big, you know, in order to strive to cross them off, you know, hit them. Yeah. I think people just avoid the process goals. Like, you know, the, process in order to reach your actual goal i i 100 agree sometimes it's hard to t tell someone what the process is because they want to know everything it is yeah and it's it's very tedious you know it's like you gotta if you want it you gotta want it you know and you definitely can give them the tools and the kits but you can't you know you can't make them do it you know like they that's totally mental yeah. Do you consider yourself coach, a guide? What, 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 like, what is your kind of label on that for you? Yeah, I consider myself the total accountability partner. So I am like someone's accountability person that they come to. I don't, I don't really consider myself a coach because I honestly don't know why I don't consider myself a coach, but I, I just am there for people to hold them accountable. You know, I'm very big on following up with people and when it's on a Wednesday and they're like, oh my gosh, I do not want to work out or eat this certain food, whatever, I'll just stop doing it. Um, I'll be there and I'll shoot them an email or a text or message them on social media sites and be like, hey, how are you doing this week? What's up? And they're like, oh my God, my trainer is going to keep checking in on me type of thing. And it's just, so I consider myself the total accountability partner. Oh, the total accountability. Why don't you consider yourself a coach? Because <laughs> 
That is coaching, I think. Exactly, yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I am a coach, you know, but I don't like to – I don't know. I never was called a coach, you know. People – a lot of people will be like, oh, you're just my accountability partner. If you weren't here, I wouldn't come. And then I would hear that more than I would a coach. And so I – I don't consider it a coach, even though it is a coach, you know, so I just don't hear it that often. I'm just like, people are like, you're just like my accountability partner. I love that you're always there. And I'm like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, that's a coach, you know, but I'm like, thank you so much. So I'm like, your total accountability partner. And they're like, yes, you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that, that's a good way of looking at it. I feel like coach is like, a, I don't know. I don't know what the differences are. I feel like coach is like, hey, coach, you know. Exactly. That's what I think of like my coach yelling at me to like go run an extra mile in track or something, you know, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Or but there's there's so many coaches, you know, it's like it's such a broad term, you know, such as how you see yourself or how others see you displays that portrays that coaching word, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's interesting because I, I would have thought you were a coach because just because based on what you talk how you talk about it. But accountability is a great thing. I think that's. I know. I would partner. I would say I'm both too. <laughs> yeah, accountability partner. I think it's just a little too long to say, so people just say coach here. And, right. I know. I agree. Do you help people with like the mental aspect first, or like how? What is your approach? I do. I tr- I try my best to. I, it's so hard to break the mental barrier to people. So I present them with a program or a plan or a service. And then you kind of over the like first three weeks, um, you'll see their mentality and like their habits that they're so used to and if they can break them or not, you know, and so that's when the mental game kind of will come in is like after that three mark, mark, three marker mark. That's hard to say three marker mark. Um, but initially, I would say it's all about just like getting to know someone, you know, and trying to figure out their mentality. But it's it's so hard to um, figure it out at first. But I do try my best to do the mentality route. Mm-hmm. And do you do a lot of people like, you know, get mentally fatigued? Is that mostly what it is? A little a little bit. Yeah, they get you'll notice if they you'll notice their type of behavior. You'll notice if they are very goal driven, if they're kind of lazy, if they're just like, well, I'm just here because I just, my, my wife or husband told me to, you know, or something, or they're just like, this is my a stress reliever. Like I want to do it. And so you'll, you'll, it's interesting to figure out who, how someone is, you know, but it's, I can't like, I can't put a label on it initially. You know, it's like, you got to see how, what they do because everyone can be like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm so motivated all the time. Or like, you know, I really, really need motivation. I really suck at it. I can't stick to any programs, but then they stick to the program, you know, and you're just like, Hey, you know, listen, you came to me and you're like, I, I don't have any motivation, whatever. And you're sticking to this. So it means you enjoy it type of thing. Mm-hmm. And it, when someone, you know, how do you keep them accountable? Do you just keep calling, keep calling? Like what, what is your accountability method? I hold them accountable um, weekly. I'll either I'll ask them like what's their best way for me to contact them, and a lot of people do not say phone call. Everyone's like, "Don't call me. I, I don't. I won't answer." Type of thing. <laughs> and I'm just like, "Okay." And so um, it's interesting. So a lot are emails, text messages. Some people like to do FaceTime, you know, or Skyping sessions. And so 
I will track them that way. But majority of it is email and texting and I'll contact people. I ask them in the beginning, I'm just like, when um, is your hardest time of like the day or week? You know, so, so many people can be like, oh, I just lose track of time or something. And by like 5 p.m., I haven't really ate anything that day or they're like, I still got to get my workout in type of thing. And it's like a Thursday and they've been doing it Monday through Friday or Monday through Thursday, you know, Monday through Wednesday type thing. Uh-huh. Thursday rolls around and I'll be like, I'll notice it. And they'll be like, I'm, I really struggle when it comes Thursday time. And so I'll contact them when it's like kind of their struggle time. And I'll ask them in the beginning of like their health assessment, when is a kind of like their hardest time of the week. And do you push them? That's always a good question because some don't push them. Some of them just like say, oh, okay. Like, how do you deal with that? For the pushing aspect? Yes. Yeah, I kind of, I, I notice it, you know, I, that's when like the mentality and the behavior comes in of like watching them. And so I'll notice if they want to be pushed or if they don't, or if they're trying or if they're not type of thing. And so I, it's different for every person. I push a lot of people that want to be pushed. If they don't go off of like the pushy coach type of thing or the pushy accountability partner, they, um, they won't do it then, you know? And so you got to figure out how that person learns or how they want to interact with others is how, they'll succeed the most. And so it's interesting. Every person is different. And so I'll push people if they want to be pushed. If they don't, then I will just let them keep doing it, you know, and just, they kind of just like ride along, but they're still doing it type of thing, just at their own pace. Mm-hmm. And how, like you yourself learning, now you have to learn about nutrition and like all that goes into it. And uh, how do you adjust to each person? Do you just tell them, okay, we need to work with this. And do you, you always say nutrition first. Is that accurate? I'm sorry, what'd you say? Um, is it like you focus mostly on nutrition for them first and then you say, well, we'll get started with training after that. No, it's kind of both. So some people will want just training and then some people want just meal plans and some will want training and nutrition. They'll want both. And so for nutrition wise, I'll, um, kind of just ask them like what their goals are, what their needs are, and have they heard anything like on the internet type of thing? Because so many people will come to mm-hmm. me after they've tried like numerous diets and they've been doing on the roller coaster route for so long. They're like, I'm just so sick of it. And I just don't want to believe in this kind of stuff, you know? And so that's when they'll come to me and I'll ask them, I'll be like, what have you heard or what have you tried? And at that point, um, you kind of know where they're their mentality is because they've been stuck doing something for a while or they're just so confused about everything that's on the internet. You know, they're like, I don't know who to believe type of thing. And so I kind of just, I just kind of ask people like, what's their main goal and what they, what do they want to focus on the most? Mm-hmm. And nutrition for you, you follow your own nutrition because you know, you can't have gluten, which I find very sad. I know it's so sad. Yes, it is so sad but it's thankfully there are so many more options out now like I um earlier this week got pizza you know it um so you just get a gluten-free crust and then I always I go out to dinner and I I I enjoy drinks like I enjoy alcoholic beverages and so I keep that um in moderation but I definitely um I'm young you know I like I like to have fun and enjoy um time with people and so it's just finding out what works and what doesn't and so definitely I I do do my own nutrition plan every day (laughs) 
Do you have your own coach? That's a good question. Or I do not have my own coach, but I have mentors. Mentors. Oh, in like what way? Like, is it like business mentors? Is it? What, what yeah. So I have. So I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't pay money for a coach. Like I don't. I don't purchase the coach's service or anything. I mean, I have in the past, um, but currently I don't. But I have um, mentors within for a business, for health, um, for just like networking, growth type of thing, and then. Um, just mentors within training too, as well, like personal trainers in person mentors that are older than me or just have more, um, you know, advice towards me. I love learning from others and like their history or what they, what they wish they could have done type of thing and how they can help. It's, it's awesome. So people love giving away information. If you just ask for it, you know, everyone loves talking about themselves. And so I love asking people. <laughs> Yeah, I'm the total opposite. I like asking. I like hearing other people's stories because it's a, uh, I don't know, it's something new and different, and you know, it's just it's yeah, just something. Yeah, that's great. I find that awesome too. I think that's phenomenal. You know, you're a good listener. <laughs> oh, I listen a lot, and you know, everyone. The, the greatest thing is that everyone has a different personality, and like the mm -hmm. way they speak, the way they talk, the way. You know, there's so many things about people, like, when you first meet a person, it's like, okay, I don't know anything about this person, so I'm, you know, it's just playing by ear, kind of, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's just like you, when you start start having a new client or a person come in, and you're like, oh, I don't know anything about you, so we got to get this done first, you know, just kind of the basics, and then see where we go from here. Correct. I 100%, Yeah. And is that, is that like, like, do you overwhelm yourself with clients or do you just go with the flow? Overwhelm them by like get into um, their business type of thing, like get, get like talk to them or like say, say right now, a hundred people are listening and a hundred people go and say, Hey, I want to be, I want you to train me or do nutrition or coaching for me. Um, like do you turn down people a lot? Do you like try to uh, fit everything, everyone in your schedule? Got you. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So I definitely, when people reach out to me and say, you have a hundred listeners and a hundred of them are like, yes, I want to go do train with Haley. Um, luckily I have different options for everyone. And so not a lot of people live within my area, you know, and so I can revert them to online training mm -hmm. or I can do have them do challenges. So I don't necessarily turn people away. I just try to find them the best option for them. And luckily I've helped too. And so I have two other people that help me with like emails or um, contacting people and or like writing up something, you know, not like necessarily a program program, but just writing up um, like quick tips or conversations to get people or research. And so it's, I, I don't turn people away, no. I should have answered that better. <laughs> <laughs> now people are going to be like, um, I don't think, no, no, Haley's not the one for me, but <laughs> that, that's... like, oh, yeah, no. Yeah, because I, I feel like a lot of people have different ways of doing it. I mean, a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, I always have, like, a number in my mind, like, only 50 people I can... Because I don't want my quality, the quantity, I don't care about quantity, I care about quality most of all. So I don't want to have too many people where I can't, can't, you know, put my time in for them, you know? 
Oh, correct. Yeah, definitely. I know in person, I only take a, I only take 10 clients at a time. And so that, ten, so I don't um, book only some people will do like one or two sessions a week for in-person training. And so I only do about 15 to 20 hours per week of in-person training. But for online wise, I just, the, I have so many different options that people can choose from that I, I don't want to turn people away if they want to work for me. Some will have to go on a wait list for sure. Like if they want to do a customized program, I'm like, listen, I have too many people this time. Um, what about next month type of thing? So don't get on the wait list. That's, that's, that's yeah. It's, yes. Don't get on the wait list. You don't want to. No. <laughs> and do, would you, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Cause like everyone has like, you know, they can be like, Haley, I, I want, I want you to be my coach. Is that like, like, do you, do you help with like, you, you know, all that? Is that overwhelming at all at any point? Sometimes it can be um, because definitely people will come to, you know, they get comfortable with you, especially in person, especially they, you become more of their part, like, I mean, their accountability partner, you know, but no, you become like, you see them every week, you know, and so you become part of their lives. And so that could definitely take a toll on your, you mentally that you're hearing so many different stories of someone and you're trying to help them out like pretty much in like a therapist route, but then also train them at the same time. So you have to stay focused. And so that takes a lot of energy out of myself um, online wise, not too much. I don't feel overwhelmed all the time. I become very um, try to be balanced. You know, there's definitely times where I feel overwhelmed and I'm just like, Oh my goodness, you just gotta, I just will walk away then from my computer like go for a quick walk or something or go make something or go into a different scenery. Like I'll go to Starbucks and I'll go work there and it just, it's different, you know, it's, so it's finding just like what works best for me and during the crazy times, you know, but never really overwhelmed too much. Mm -hmm. And do you feel, do you always feel like you have to knock down everything, you know, like get everything done as soon as, soon as possible or you like, you try to pace yourself? I try to pace myself for sure. I, I used to be all like, okay, I got to get this done now. And then I would just get so anxious and just being like, oh my goodness, you know, that's all you can think about. You can't sleep. You're like, I just got to get this done or I got to get this personal program out or contact these people. And you, you just, then you burn the bridges on both ends, you know? And so I've definitely learned to pace myself throughout the week. And that's why I'm so big at setting out like my weekly to-do list. So I know like, okay, on Fridays, I'm going on Friday, I'm going to do this, you know, or Monday I have this going on. So I know that it will be done at that time. Mm -hmm. This is something I feel like, I don't know, it happens to everyone, but that's a coach or, you know, accountability partner, you know, do you create lots of friendships from your coaching or um, from your personal training? Like on how many people I'll take in? Yes. Yes, for so for like the in person I do, um, but online um, for the um, online training programs like customized I do as well. For the challenges I do not. It's it's whoever wants to come in can come and do a challenge. Um, but for customization wise, it takes a lot of time and energy into it. You know, into because it's customized. You know, every person gets something different, and it's based off of their equipment or what times and days they want to work out, and so. I do cap it at about like 15 clients per month for customization programs and then 10 clients 
um, like on a weekly basis. You know, I don't really want to see more, not don't want to, but you only have so much time for certain things, you know, it's, so it's about prioritizing your time. Mm-hmm. So in the learning aspect, you know, nutrition, the nutrition game changes all the time. What is your way of learning? Do you just watch videos, documentaries? Like what, what is, what is your way? Do you read a lot of articles? I do both. So I, cause every people are clients are coming to you and just asking like the craziest questions or like, no asking about like the, craziest diets or they're very educated on it and so I love to go on the internet and just kind of like type in like diet trends or like the hottest diet right now you know and you'll find crazy stuff but you'll see all all sorts of diets and then also I read a ton of books and just talk to different people within different realms like doctors to chiropractors to physicians to nutritionists gastroenterologists and then um, ask them where they like to go for their um, learning or what they like to learn. And I'm, I'm huge. I love to read. I love to read articles online, but like scholarly journals is my big thing. You read scholarly journals. That's cool. I do. I do. I, I've grown. I don't know. I was, yeah, when I went to college, I just had a big passion for just, I would always be interested in what other people thought you know or there's scientific background on um, a certain diet or a certain fat or a certain task on people and so I love hearing how they did it and why and then just keep reading it's so interesting yeah I don't know nutrition nutrition I feel like it's like it's this vast I mean training too but but it's a different aspect so nutrition just I feel like it's so much. There's so much to learn. There's way too much. Like, it overloads me sometimes, you know? I like talking. To oh, people. definitely. I like talking to doctors. I love talking to, you know, nutritionists, dietitians, uh, you know, it, and, you know, they, the problem is, like, especially if you get someone who's really smart, like, they cannot explain it to me. That's the only aspect that I feel that, you know? I know. I'm like, can you please, can you please uh, dumb it down just a little bit for myself? Because I understand like a few words you just said, but a lot of them, I'm like, what did you just say right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, why are you talking about telomeres? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. Yes. I'm like, what is going on? Huh? Can you tell me? <laughs> it's so funny. And they ex- I'm glad we say, we think the same way on that aspect. Well, yes, it's, it's such a difficult art or whatever you want to call it. I don't know what to call it because it's such a complicated thing. It's very scientific and very arts, uh, biological. So it's like a lot of things in it. So I try to, you know, okay, well, what does that mean? Okay. But you got to know so much vocabulary in order to understand what they're saying. You don't, you don't get what they're saying. You just agree with it because like, I don't know what you just said, but I'm going to say yes, because, you know, sometimes I ask, I'm like, Oh, what does that mean? Even oh, then, definitely, yeah. Even then, sometimes you cannot explain it. I'm like, oh, man, this is... And that's when you're like, all right, okay, sounds good. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's why people... like. There's a, it's a certain group of people that like that kind of stuff. You know? I agree. And, you know, I'm always learning more. And then I learn something's not true, and then something's true, and then something's not true. <sighs> it's really exhausting. It is exhausting. That's why... 
the internet, you know, it's crazy. There's so much out there. It's so saturated. And so it's definitely going back to what you believe in, you know, or what works best for you or people, you know, mm-hmm. and just keep doing research on that, you know, but it's interesting to stay in tune with what is on the internet too. Yeah. Just don't get overwhelmed with it. Yeah. And, and, and when you start reading stuff, then cause like recently I was reading, it was about chiropractic. So I was like looking around like, you know, Oh, chiropractic, that's cool. And you know, it was reading something like a chiropractor is not like legit or whatever, like scientific, there's no scientific evidence that, you know, all scientific evidence is not, is done from 50 years ago or something. I was like, this is interesting. So click, click, <laughs> click, click, you know, three links. Late. And these are credible sources, like, you know, stuff that's on um, like certain sites. So I, yeah. I, I was mm-hmm. just searching and searching, you know, cause there's so much crap, you know, you got to dig deep to find a diamond. Um, and then I, you know, was explaining who invented, uh, who invented, a what is it? I can't even say a ch- chiropractic was some dude in like the 1870s. Um, it's called, it's actually supposed to be called electromagnetic healing, which I did not yes. know. Uh-huh. And it was explained that his methods weren't, it, it, what he was doing was mo- more holistic and not really a, it's just a mindset, like a mentality thing. And it was just explaining that, you know, that, that his stuff has never been proven. Um, so I was just looking at that, like, oh my gosh, so is this real or not? Like, it's just like questioning your whole, like, kind of position on that type of stuff. But then I, I, you're, you're just like, is this, is this true? <laughs> and you're just like, you're just sitting there wondering why. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Haley. Well, it was wonderful talking to you. It was really interesting. I hope everyone listening, um, where can they find you? Because last time I, I forgot to put stuff and the stuff didn't work. Oh, you are okay. Yeah, so you can, I have a website and it's called ampupfitness.com, A-M-P-U-P fitness.com. And then I am also on all social media channels besides Twitter. I do not have a Twitter, but you don't I have, have Instagram. I don't. I know. It's crazy. I know, but I have an Instagram, Facebook, uh, Pinterest, YouTube, LinkedIn, and I'm under Haley Amp Up Fit okay. on all of them. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's where you can find her. And, you know, if you just say hi. I don't know. I don't know. Ask questions. I'm not, I'm not the, Ask questions. I'm always here. Yeah, questions are always good. So um, thank you all for listening, and I'll see you. I don't know when, but bye.